Are you ready for the end of the world? Listen to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. Listen to your community spirit every Friday morning from 10 to 10.30. Wah ha 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 ha, your community spirit. <laughs> You're listening to Or, the Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. We're not listening to you? <laughs> Hopefully we're uh, listening to both. Um, we listen to each other sometimes. It's better than listening to yourself, right? <laughs> yes. So... Today happens to be September. Are we still in September? Yes, so far. Well, it is almost fall. Yes, a few days away. A few days away. You have two more days of summer. Wait, <laughs> we didn't have summer. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really have much of a summer here. What was there, like four or five days of summer? Yeah, because for, for us, summer is getting over 90 degrees, I would say. In, uh, well, I don't know about 90 degrees, but high humidity yeah 90 and high humidity right <laughs> we had high humidity i mean there was times that it was 75 and it was like kind of yeah. hot <laughs> it, yeah even 80s but it was it was a mild summer it was uh today we're observing rosh hashanah someone's gonna kick my butt i <laughs> think it it sounded like i pronounced it completely wrong <laughs> um, i'm sure someone will tell you the right way to pronounce it yeah it's beginning at sunset tonight Jews begin their celebration of the High Holy Days, which are observed during the 10-day period between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So, let's see. Basically, did you know that tomorrow is the Jewish New Year? Rosh Hashanah, that's the Jewish New Year. Uh, No, I did not, actually. And so, tomorrow is the first day of, let's see. Hmm. It's like sixty-five something, right? Oh yeah, I can't. I can't remember what we were in. <laughs> I am. I am such a bad Jew. <laughs> I can remember we're in uh, two thousand and nine in the uh, secular calendar. <laughs> I can't remember this though. Yeah. So, man, I am. I think I've just rescinded my Judum. <laughs> no, you've you've just woke it up. Uh, you had a lot on your mind. <laughs> I didn't just wake up. I've been up since five. <laughs> I've been. On the go since I woke up. So um, I'm just like taking a breather now and allowing my mind to circulate. <laughs> Today is Friday, the sept- September 18th. It is National POW MIA Recognition Day. It is also National Respect Day. <laughs> Yo, you got a little respect for me? <laughs> show some respect. Yeah, <laughs> show some respect. Respect for everybody. Otherwise, it's the anniversary of the U.S. Air Force. Mm-hmm. Respect. <laughs> High respect. Huh? The birthday of Greta Garbo. Independence Day in Chile. And tomorrow, Saturday the 19th, it's Boys and Girls Clubs for Kids Day. International Coastal Cleanup Day. International Eat an Apple Day. <laughs> so... If you haven't had an apple yet, uh, International Eat an Apple Day is coming up. 
tomorrow is also International Talk Like a Pirate Day. So <laughs> while you're eating that apple, you can say, "Arr." <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say, "Arr, this me apple." <laughs> um, what else? Um, Sunday is Women's Friendship Day. It, that should be every day. Didn't we have that last <laughs> week? Oh, yeah, but we might have announced it prematurely because uh, we knew it was coming up. Oh, that's right. I did announce it a week <laughs> ahead. We wanted to be sure to give you advance notice. Yeah, so. All right, there's a few happenings, a few things we've missed during the week. Um, hmm. Constitution Day was yesterday. <laughs> and Wednesday was, remember... Cherokee Strip Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Good I remember thing. us mentioning that yeah. one. Yeah. So, all right. This is Your Community Spirit, another exciting, hopefully, informative, definitely, half hour of Your Community Spirit. What do we have to talk about? Oh, let's see. We could talk about some happenings. <laughs> that is true. This town does have a lot of happenings. Ah, do we want to first get into the uh, happening related to WDBX? Oh, <laughs> there's something. It is Fall Membership Drive. Yep, Fall Membership Drive. But what if someone's already a member? Huh. Yes, well, if you're already a member, if you haven't become a member yet this year, you can become a member again. Well, even if you were a m became a member in the spring, that doesn't mean you can't support the station. Yeah, if you support the station and you're able to pledge more than once a year, you can go ahead and feel free. We've got, uh, you know, the whole thing's run. We've got a bunch of volunteer DJs and one paid staff and lots of bills to pay. Well, half paid staff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's a big guy, so he's paid half time. <laughs> that's like that's how it works in... Um, in Radio Land. <laughs> in Radio Land. <laughs> I mean, basically, this station, I travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And there is only 30 community radio stations in the nation. And you know how much bad radio there is in the nation uh -huh. oh there's a lot uh, i know some of it <laughs> yeah i mean i was driving up to the iowa and renewable energy fair last weekend and i got to listen to um who is that guy that uh glenn beck <laughs> uh yeah he was when you said bad radio he was the first person who came to mind <laughs> I, it wasn't bad it wasn't bad it was very entertaining if you thought of that everything he said was sarcastic. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't, sadly. You know, the worst thing was, once he got off the air, was the local commentators <laughs> saying, you, you know, in a very, very um, ignorant southern accent. That doesn't mean they go together, but they were actually not articulating well. I mean... Yeah. Um, but it was... For an hour, I was very entertained. So mm -hmm. it worked. I mean, that was the only station I could get going through the rural boot hills of Mexico, Missouri. <laughs> so. so, yeah. So here in uh, southern Illinois, we're fortunate to have uh, diversity uh, supplied by community radio. And by, like you said, over 150 volunteer DJ, talk show people, music connoisseurs. Yeah. And essentially every half hour there's a new show. So. Yeah, if you ever don't like what you hear on a particular moment, you can tune in like an hour later and see what's coming up. <laughs> well, 
Well, so if you don't like something in a particular moment, you can wait like five minutes and the person will play something. <laughs> yeah, let's play a different song. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, some people, you know, they just bring their whole list of music. And so they like, I've, I've heard an opera song followed by a Grateful Dead song followed by um, almost a hard rock song. Like... <laughs> in that area and they blended it was yeah. i was just like i would have never played that in that order but this kind of works yeah they made it work i don't know how but <laughs> so yeah if you'd uh like to become a member we've got uh four five seven three six nine one uh where as you may hear we're both on the air at the moment but you can feel free to call in when uh one of us is available and become a member and there is an incentive <laughs> I am doing a solar-powered install class tomorrow at Johnny Logan, and you can catch a ride, carpool, with the instructor. Yes, by calling today. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, after today, that offer won't still be available. No, it's a one-day class, um, solar knowledge for beginners. Yes. So, happenings. Happenings. We have the uh, International uh, Coffee Hour coming up. That's one of our regular happenings that we like to mention. It happens on Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m., at the Northwest Annex Building B, you can mix with SIU students and others from all over the world. And uh, you can be a part of the international community. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of hard. Um, if you all would like to be a part of the international community and eat, <laughs> you could d- go and have coffee. But Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinners are on Fridays from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Guy House Interface Center. Today, it is soup. So far, confirmed is Ukrainian borscht. I think that I pronounced that right. Huh. It's like a potato beet soup, right? Um, dal, which is a lentil soup from India. And Pakistani super hot. I don't know what kind of soup that is. But I think it's hot <laughs> or super hot. Sounds like it. And then Chinese chicken soup. So, uh, international blend Every Friday, slow food dinner, cook, eat, clean, talk, participate. Yes. So if you're really ambitious, you've got uh, two international events right in the row that you can do. Get a little coffee and conversation and a little yummy food. And that's today. Yes, all going on today. Today is a good day. (laughs) So we've also got coming up, this is one of our other regular repeating happenings, big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC. Um, Our film this week is going to be America Betrayed by Leslie Card. Uh, One of America's proudest achievements, our national infrastructure, is now its most dangerous embarrassment. Our bridges, dams, levees, and highways are crumbling, toppling. Did they just say that's our most embarrassing accomplishment? Well, it's most, I guess, most dangerous embarrassment. That's true. (laughs) At least most dangerous to our own citizens. (laughs) Uh, I so could come up with a few other ones. But probably. That's a pretty substantial embarrassment. Yes. We'll say one of our most dangerous, just to be on the safe side. <laughs> but all of these bridges and dams and levees and highways are crumbling, dissolving, that sort of thing. Ah, damn. So, Ooh, can I say that? <laughs> you can get away with it this time. Uh, narrated by Richard Dreyfus, You may have heard of that guy. Uh, this film begins with an exploration of the little-known causes behind the levee failures post-Katrina and uses this as a springboard to expose the rampant collusion, corruption, and cronyism within government agencies, whose purpose is to protect us. So, uh, What? <laughs> allegedly, these people are supposed to be protecting us. But, well, uh, I know we voted them in to, you know, do what we say. Yeah. But um, 
I don't know. They're not really listening to what I say, which is kind of good because I say some, you know, <laughs> whacked out stuff. But I mean, it's all based in reality. Yeah. Wait. So whacked out stuff based in reality. Non-political speak. <laughs> huh. Okay. I'm not a politician. Awesome. <laughs> yep. I just came up with a compliment for myself. It's good to not be a politician. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we do vote these people in to, you know, be our voices. And so they are supposed to be protecting us. Yeah. So, so if the people who are supposed to be our voices say, oh, sure, let's infrastructure crumble, let people die and bridge collapses, you know, we should pay attention to that. <laughs> Well, I mean, part of it is we've constantly been saying no more taxes, and taxes are what keeps all that going. Yeah. And so if you constantly don't pay more taxes, you can't spend the money. You can spend them. I guess you can do a good job of spending the money on bigger government, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> that's where some of the money's going. So, all right. So, yeah, that's tonight at 7 p.m., uh, Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington. Um, I also wanted to quickly mention one that's coming up. Um, the Yes Men Fix the World. Mm -hmm. um, if you're familiar with the Yes Men, they've had one or two things out before, um, and they've got something newer, newish out. Uh, the Yes Men Fix the World. They like to uh, pose as top executives of corporations that they hate and create a little mischief by going to meetings pretending to be uh, other people. <laughs> and so that's what this is going to be about next week. How come they've never got arrested? Uh, I don't know. It's possible they have, actually, but they've never kept him. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to remember if they've actually gotten arrested. They probably have at some point. Because, I mean, they have proof right there that they did it. <laughs> yeah. They filmed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. I guess as long as nobody gets hurt, they usually get away with it. Well, I and don't know. The guy got pied in that one. Yeah, the one guy got pied. Uh, you know, That's assault. Yeah. They remember the person here? got They pied a, a, well, a chancellor, right? <laughs> and, I mean, they got... They went to jail right yeah they went to jail i was about uh five feet away when it happened really did <laughs> yeah. you get some what kind of pie was it oh it was i don't remember it was some sort of cream pie you weren't very close then and you didn't get any residual i didn't get a taste of it yeah well do something outrageous and you'll get a pie yourself wait <laughs> yes. tree song is peace loving do not pie him although he needs food <laughs> if you give me a pie to eat so that might be a good compromise <laughs> wait a second that's not a compromise <laughs> So, yeah, this week, America Betrayed. Next week, the Yes Men. Good stuff at the IMC. Did you just say, this week, America Betrayed? <laughs> yes, well, that's every it's like, week. Late breaking news this week, America Betrayed at the IMC. <laughs> yes, well, every week, the politicians betray America. But this week, we're going to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Saturday, there's a few things on the agenda. From 8 until noon, Farmer's Market. Lots of good times i mean this is the end of summer so get a lot of your fresh veggies it's going to start switching over to more root crops a lot more squashes and pumpkins and potatoes and i guess i don't know rhubarb rhubarb yeah. rhubarb's good <laughs> yeah. i had some rhubarb strawberry pie over the weekend yeah if you don't get it now you'll be sitting around in mid-november saying well you know i missed the boat <laughs> <laughs> um you missed the vegetable the boat we're, we're landlocked here, Treeson. Come on. <laughs> um, also, from sa on Saturday is um, from noon until one o'clock the vigil for peace, which is at the corner of Maine and Illinois. And this Saturday, the Crab Orchard cleanup. This is at 
Prairie Creek Wreck Area, Old Images Marina, and Crab Orchard National Wildlife Refuge. The Friends of Crab Orchard Refuge will be hosting the annual Crab Orchard National Wildlife Refuge Cleanup. People of all ages are encouraged to participate in this refuge tradition. So, call Crab Orchard National Wildlife Refuge Visitor Center, 998-5933. First 200 recipients will receive a free t-shirt. So, and then next week they're going to clean up Rend Lake. And so, let's see, where's the phone number for that? Well, they've got... The website is rendlake.com slash pages slash lake slash visitor center dot htm. So. Yeah, so you're going to be a part of cleaning up these places. Yeah, I mean, this is some very beautiful places we have around here. And it's especially important to clean it up now because soon a lot of the grass is going to start going a little more brown and the leaves are scarring and you're going to see a lot more trash. (laughs) Yeah. So if you don't clean it up... (laughs) That trash is going to start popping out. It'll jump out at you. Like earth pimples. <laughs> so, so let's see. Yes. Do, do we want to go over some of the news we've been following? We could take... Use your mouth dry. Huh. Can, should we take a voice break? or Let's let's just go right into the news. Why? <laughs> news we have been following. Yes, there's plenty of news out there, and we've been following some of it. <laughs> We've got a few We're things. behind the time, so we've been following the news. Yes. <laughs> so here's one tidbit. Uh, three leading environmental groups, Defenders of Wildlife, the Sierra Club, and the Environmental Integrity Project, uh, this week put the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency on notice for being 26 years late in setting limits <laughs> on toxic discharges from coal power plants. They put them on notice for being 26 years late. Yeah. You're on notice. <laughs> you're on notice. Uh, you're, not, you're not one year late. You're not two years late. You're 26 years late. <laughs> huh. <clears throat> um, two German mer- merchant ships have sailed through the once impassable Northeast Passage after global warming and melting ice have opened a route from South Korea along Russia's Arctic coast to Siberia. <laughs> I thought Siberia was supposed to be cold. <laughs> Supposed to be with with climate change, you never know. Yeah, I mean, the permafrost is going to start thawing. Something, something. For the first time ever, they've sailed through. Yeah, the North Passage. <laughs> it was always stuff of legend, like oh, there's a passage there somewhere, and ships would crash because they could never find it. But no, thanks to climate change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't need any Arctic ice anyway. <laughs> So let's see, um, uh, we've got a few other ones here. Um, with the most diverse array of alternative energy, well, ah, uh, renewable energy, potential mm. of any state in the nation, Hawaii has set out to become a living laboratory for the rest of the country, hoping it can slash its dependence on fossil fuels while keeping the lights on. So their goal is to get as much renewables as possible, maybe even running all of Hawaii on renewables. Hmm. How hard is it to wind up a hula hoop girl? <laughs> well, wait, they're not... Are they called hula hoop girls? What are they called? <laughs> the, the ones that are on your yeah, dashboard. Hula, hula girls. Hula girls, yeah. <laughs> not the real ones. I mean, those those ones just... They do it all the time. I've seen them walking down the street, hula hooping. But, yeah. <laughs> well, hula hoop is when you have the actual hoop. Oh, You're probably thinking they, they have an imagined... So the ones that are walking down the street, 
who <laughs> they have an imaginary one, huh? <laughs> hmm. That is entertaining watching. All right. I think I was talking to myself right there. Nobody was listening, right? Okay, good. <laughs> Interior Secretary Ken Salazar moved on Monday to prepare the nation's parks, refuges, and endangered species for the onslaught of global warming. Salazar signed an order setting up a Climate Change Response Council and eight regional response centers to study and respond to such issues as rising sea levels threatening the swamp, historic structures, and warmer temperatures shifting where wildlife live. Hmm. Wow. Someone's doing something. <laughs> That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> he signed an order to set up a climate change response council. Yeah, so people are starting to take it seriously. They're yeah. starting to respond. Yeah, they've we've we've finally gotten through step one of awareness, and now we're going into step two of action. Uh, and they didn't say action; they said <laughs> a council. Council, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so so twenty six years from now, the council will <laughs> no no. <laughs> well, they have eight regional response centers. Yeah. to study. And hopefully respond. It says study and respond. Yeah, so 1.5 is probably the step we're on. Yeah. Awareness and getting ready for action. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, quit being so pessimistic. Come <laughs> I on. got us at least to step 1.5. Yeah, well, look at this. The <laughs> interior secretary. Yeah. He's the, he's the secretary. It's not the boss. It's <laughs> just the secretary. <laughs> the secretary decided to tell the boss what to do. Yeah. Well, this is, this is a good point, too, because usually... What would happen with something like climate change is the interior secretary would deny it existed, and then a bunch of people would protest, and they would still deny it existed. <laughs> but now they're the ones actually uh, noticing that it exists. So it's progress. No, he didn't notice it exists. He's going to study if it exists and then respond. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what it said? Yep. He's preparing for it. All right. <laughs> the onslaught. The onslaught, I say, of global warming. Yes. And now I've... Got to jump to this one, a less less positive uh, action that's going on. Uh, the World Bank is spending billions of pounds, um, assuming the currency, uh, subsidizing new coal-fired power stations in developing countries, despite claims that burning fossil fuels exposes the poor to catastrophic climate change. When they're saying spending billions of pounds, I'm, I'm imagining like billions of pounds of dollars. Yeah. Like literally billions of pounds, like a pallet of... Money is yeah. how many pounds? Pallet of dollar bills. Yeah, so billions of pounds of money. <laughs> yeah. Subsidizing so, new coal-fired power plants in developing countries. Yes, so instead of subsidizing renewables or subsidizing food programs, subsidizing coal. Hmm. Well, you have to subsidize it somehow because nobody... I mean, at this point, th people are realizing that coal is polluting and killing us. I mean, they realized that almost, let's see, probably almost 100 years ago when they outlawed the burning of coal in cities for fires. Yeah. <laughs> and, now, and so they moved the power plants further away from the cities so that we could still get electricity. Yeah. And then they realized that it was uh, choking the entire planet rather than just the cities. Right. So. I mean, if you move it far <laughs> enough away, it doesn't pollute your city. It might not even pollute your state. It might do the state next to you, so you don't have to worry about it, right? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, so, you know, 100 years later, we're finding out that uh, spewing black smoke into the air makes it hard to breathe <laughs> for a lot of things. So, 
How about this one? It's no coincidence that healthy living has a direct connection to green living. People that care about the health of the planet often care about eating well and, you know, being outside and avoiding the crap that will shorten their time on this beautiful planet. Essentially, eating good food makes you feel good, and if you feel good, you're going to want to do things. Huh. So it wasn't a huge surprise when the Prevention Magazine came out with a list of surprising signs that you probably live longer. Many of them which fit right into a green lifestyle. You know, eating good food, walking, being happy. I wonder how much being happy makes you live longer. Because <laughs> it would suck if you were unhappy and you lived longer. Yeah. <laughs> I think there have been studies to the effect that being happy does make you live longer. But I don't know. Uh, if you were really unhappy, you, you would just be stewing in your own juices. And you'd probably live a really, really long time in a very bitter... You know, because you could avoid people. People are very annoying, you know, and and just stay away from people and you could stew in your own juices and you'd probably eat a lot of preservatives. And so, you know, you'd probably live a really long time, don't you think? Well, even if you did, it'd be an unhappy life. Ah, ruined my life. So, are we ready? Where does all the trash go? Karen Landsberg, 42, a self-described eco-geek in Seattle was so curious that she allowed researchers from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology into her home last month to fish 12 items from her garbage and recycling bin. A can of beans, a compact fluorescent light bulb. Hey, wait a second. A compact fluorescent light bulb is not supposed to be in the trash. That is a hazardous waste. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. It's got a little bit of mercury into it. And it's inert in the light bulb. But if the light bulb gets broken open, that mercury will go into the air and into the water and into the, our atmosphere. Yeah, in the landfill. So, yeah, <laughs> compact fluorescent light bulb does not get thrown away in the trash. You put it in a plastic bag, and it goes to hazardous waste disposal, which is why people are switching to LEDs, no mercury. All right. So all the her, her trash, 12 items... They tag them with small electronic tracking devices so they can see where it goes <laughs> once she throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the stuff went amazing distances. I mean, literally, to China. Um, some of it is, like, still stuck on a barge because nobody knows where to put it. Yeah, I've heard that keeps happening. You know, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, people will send it to the landfill and then they get to the landfill and the landfill's full. Yeah, so then they got to send it to another landfill. And then that one's full. <laughs> it's not much, uh, and so some of it is, you know, there's barges that are just full of trash. Yeah, so, so the world's getting full of trash that way. <laughs> All right. Anything else important? Um, yeah, do we have time to get to... Uh, last week we mentioned... Uh, my, my mind worked for this. We mentioned uh, 10 ways to uh, green your mind, and we got to uh, five of them. I forgot. I remember it. I remember that... Um, I've looked it up now, so... <laughs> Go for it. We could uh, get to a few of those. Um, now, there's lots of ways to green your mind. Um, we went through five of the uh, easy ways, which are like taking care of your mind, sleep, exercise, eating right, taking breaks from your technology, and pursuing fun hobbies. But a couple of other ones that uh, can also help to green your mind are 
one is practicing mindfulness and uh this is uh <laughs> this is one that interests me because i'm actually teaching a meditation course right now and mindfulness is concentrated awareness of one's thoughts actions or motivations and it might be described as recognizing and accepting accountability uh being mindful is more than just having the off discussed awareness um as noam chomsky reminds us quote uh, we are quote responsible for predictable consequences of our actions so being mindful helps us to be in the moment and realize what we're actually doing so reprogram your mind to be positive yes to be mindful yeah. to be actually notice what's happening <laughs> number 7 recognize interdependence not independence but interdependence as the folks from the id project tell us quote we do not exist in separate bubbles the products you use, the food you eat, the way you interact with the environment, whether intentionally or not, all have far-reaching, nuanced effect on everyone and everything around you. Beware of your choices. Pay attention to your actions. Examine your lifestyle, not from a place of guilt, but from a mindset of creative curiosity. Because how can you become better if you don't examine how bad you are, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So another good way to green your mind is to demystify the media. Or ignore it completely. Yes. You can ignore it completely or you can... Uh, but it's part of our lives. Yeah. it's part, Even ah. if you're personally ignoring it, other people will be uh, consuming it. So one thing to realize is that these most of the media is run by corporations. And they're selling a product. Yeah, selling a product. And th the product they're selling is the audience. They're selling the audience to the advertisers. The advertisers pay them money in exchange for a pathway to our brains. So, I mean, basically, they're trying to get as big of audience as possible. And so the more exciting and controversial the news is, the more the audience is, and therefore, the more advertisers they can have. Yeah. Right? And that was a shift that occurred in my mind when I realized that it's not a case of the shows existing and then they kind of throw in some ads there to support the shows. The ads are the reason that these stations exist. And then you throw in a little bit of, like, programming just to keep people watching. <laughs> so we can clear our minds by realizing that fact and uh, acting accordingly. There you go. What's what number, number nine? Uh, number nine, learn to speak out. How many times have you bitten your tongue rather than appear like an eco-zealot, a tree hugger, a cre... Wait, I was <laughs> starting to call myself names. Yeah. To the mainstream. Don't impose your beliefs on others, we're told. It's not polite. However, I'm wondering, when does it become more rude to be polite? The planet is going through a hell in a handbasket, but we're nervous about offending somebody? <laughs> um, okay, tone it down a little bit. On the grand scale of offensiveness, being forward about eco-change displays far more green manners than ignoring, say, 90% of the large ocean fish in the ocean being gone. Let's speak up and wake up. Yes, you can go ahead and say these things and still do it in a polite way, but not being polite in the sense of, oh, I'm not going to mention that. It's controversial. But you want to save the last one for next week? Um, Will you remember? I'll oh, go for it. Yeah, I'll just go for it. <laughs> Stand up to naysayers. Um, to those who challenge the premises behind green activism, uh, th there's the seatbelt supposition. Uh, while some of us fasten our seatbelts to avoid getting a ticket, many more do so as a safety measure. Uh, we don't wait until we see another vehicle spinning out of control to put that seatbelt on. We fasten it upon entering a car. So we can adopt a similar attitude with climate change, that we don't wait until there's actually millions upon millions of 
refugees from all the disastrous effects of climate change, we can act now by changing our consumption and changing our infrastructure, all that stuff. And most of the stuff makes your lifestyle a lot easier and makes it so you have more money or you're not spending money unnecessarily, saving energy, saving time, being more healthy, and being more just mindful and almost, what's the word, caring and neighborly? Yes. Wait a (laughs) second. Is that what America was founded on? (laughs) I don't know. I'll see you again next week on the radio. Yes, on the radio. And you can also feel free to give us a call at 457-3691. Yeah, we're going off the air now. Yes, we're going off the air. So if you, whether you're doing it for that ride to class or you just want to uh, support the radio station. Uh, um, you could do it because we're going off the air and thank us for not <laughs> talking anymore and pledge support for the other shows. Yes, you could call and thank you. Here's X amount of money. We're so glad you're off the air. Now we love this other show that's coming on. Yeah, <laughs> or you could call and I will give you a ride to the solar install workshop as the teacher. You will get a chance to carpool with the instructor of Solar Knowledge for Beginners at Johnny Logan. That is tomorrow. Give us a call. 618-457-3691.